Well, Dr. Kirk Triplett here, Pastors Positive Mental Health. We're continuing our series in positive mental health. We'll get into other things when we get done with this series. Uh, but we're going to look at the idea of autonomy right now. And I want to stop and just take a moment and, and explain that autonomy is how one focuses on how independent they feel and their ability to regulate personal behavior. Now, I know self-control, we talked about the ability to regulate personal emotions. This is actually the ability to regulate personal behavior. And so I think one thing it's important for us to understand is that the adverse effect of not having autonomy. Uh, it's discovered that uh, giving employees or people more autonomy decreases the presence of depression and anxiety. So the converse of that is true, that the more uh, you control a person, the more depression and anxiety they have. Also, um, job demands and low autonomy and minimal social support contributed to job stress and depression in many employees. So we look at that from an employee standpoint and realize the pastor is the employee of the church. Obviously, we know that that, uh, they are employed by God, but at the same time, there are the realities that autonomy is needed. And so some organizations are actually beginning to implement trauma-informed care training to help employees rediscover a sense of autonomy, and that in turn will help them rebuild self-control. So as the pastors were interviewed, one of the things that we talked about and discovered was that the autonomy, when when a pastor feels autonomous, he feels the ability to make decisions also feels the ability to do their job correctly. And so we're going to look at some of the examples. This will be a shorter episode, I believe, of, of how church members made a pastor feel that they had autonomy, which again, autonomy is one of the components of positive mental health. We've already discovered uh, and talked about personal satisfaction, their outlook on life, their optimism. That's one, personal satisfaction. Pro-social attitude, how we deal and view others and and, and desire relationships with others. Um, and then uh, three, we looked at self-control in the last episode. Again, basically dealing with con- conflict, and stress, and then also encouragement. So when we look at autonomy, we look at the two themes that came out were decision-making and the ability to do job. So what are some things that, that, that church members do that help pastors feel a sense of autonomy? And so, which builds their positive mental health. Sometimes uh, one pastor said when a leadership comes to them and says, you do whatever you need to do, pastor, just tell us how we can help. So again, supporting the mission. It's not saying, yo, you're you're the end all, just do whatever you want. But it's like, we trust you and we want to see the vision that you have uh, explained. We want to help that come to fruition. We want to support you in whatever ministry you have. Or there is a ministry that's happening. Thank you for making that decision decision. How can we help it? Uh, Maybe instead of grumbling, they accept the decision. Uh, They understand that that sometimes there's some church discipline that needs to happen and they support the pastor in that. Um, Again, one pastor says that, you know, even outside of church, um, I'm not controlled so I can choose the activities that I want. One pastor was saying he had the the desire to, to get a counseling degree and the church leadership supported him and said, please, you know, if that's what you feel you need to do, let us help you do it. Um, if they need to cancel a service or if there's something that comes up that they need to miss an appointment, um, there's support there. They don't feel like uh, that they can't. 
Um, again, most of the time we want to do our jobs well as pastors and we want to fulfill all of our obligations, but there are conflicts at times in schedule where that does not happen. Um, one uh, pastor talked about how he doesn't have to be permission to just be away from things. So if there's a meeting at the church that doesn't directly involve him, he doesn't feel like he has to be there, that, that there's an understanding that, that things can function dependent of him. So really that's showing the autonomy of certain groups within the church, but that also supports the autonomy of the pastor. You see some of the challenges as pastors is that, that they get looked to as as someone who needs to be involved in everything. Um, I, there's a, one church that I dealt with years ago uh, that... Um, that they did a women's like tea uh, or women's breakfast and they had to have the pastor come down and pray. Well, it's a women's event. And so the pastor didn't feel like he could say no. And so it's interesting because um, there's not a sense of autonomy. Now, some people might look at that. Well, how nice is it that we want to include them? We want the spiritual leadership that happens in those things. But other people can pray. This happened once when we were having a barbecue here and I was inside helping uh, the blood drive. We were doing a blood drive and uh, the barbecue was ready and they they came in and said, well, we need you to come out and pray. And so I went out and prayed and then I took one of the elders aside and I said, just so you know, your prayers are just as good as mine. And so again, it's not, there, there's, a, there's a weird thing between honoring the position of pastor, being dependent upon the pastor for certain things, and then allowing the pastor the freedom to not do certain things and giving him that autonomous. Um, a lot of pastors talk about how there's a benevolence fund that they're in charge of in the church and nobody questions them how they use that, how they help others with that. A lot of times autonomy and how to order the worship service um, or to change if they're not in charge of the worship service to, to change a song that fits the message better. Getting that autonomy to do that. Um, also, you know, if there's certain times, especially during the pandemic, there's one pastor who, who did a Holy Week outside progression um, that kind of showed the progression of the cross, the stations of the cross. And he didn't ask permission for it. He just did it and he got feedback and thanked him for doing that. Um, and so again, he felt the autonomy to do that. But then the support that he got afterwards, I think is important that they understand, thank you. And then to show them that they are trusted, that they give you permission and say, you know, sometimes it's even a simple thing as if you're asking church members uh, your their thoughts on certain things. And if the church member says, we trust you, um, you know, we, we believe you can do this and we believe God's called you here for that. Or to say, we do what you think is best. Here's my opinion, but do what you think is best. And so again, I think often uh, pastors need to know they can make decisions. Uh, and most of the time, the decisions that a pastor wants to make most of the time, I want to qualify that, but most of the time they want to do things that, that enhance the worship experience, that make the, the place more inviting, that, that cause people to draw closer to Christ. And so sometimes I think that, that we need to understand that, that the pastor is, is not there against the people, but really desires to help people. And so giving them and empowering a pastor to have the ability to make decisions. And so sometimes even like during the pandemic, I had one uh, after we had an elders meeting, we just didn't know what to do. Um, and so I said, well, this is what I suggest. And they all looked at me and said, thank you. We needed to make, you know, for making the decision. Um, again, that makes you feel like you are, are a, a good decision maker, uh, support. Another thing that came out of autonomy was they felt that pastors felt like they had the ability to do their job. And it has very similar to unleashing a pastor and supporting 
hurting his decision making is when they it was is when they do a good, good job they know it and they feel like they're doing a good job so you know people show the fact that they show confidence in a pastor and they have experience necessarily in other areas uh, that they can do is like or when they give positive feedback um, I'm growing in this or I started doing this because uh, of the sermon that you gave or we were in Bible study and you explained this and so I decided that I needed to do this that gives them the that they're feeling like they're having a good job that they're doing their job pastors want to do a good job in my book affirmed building the positive mental healthier pastor one of the things that I say in there is, is pastors don't want to suck at their job I um, you know some people really think that that might be the opposite but they don't they really desire it's a sacred call we want to do good work and so we need to have some sort of autonomy to know that we have the ability to do our job feels good, uh, one pastor said, when people acknowledge that they're important to the process, even of, of decision making. Um, I feel like we want your advice on certain things. And so there's a sense, again, that I'm doing my job because people are actually desiring uh, my opinion on things. Uh, when people said, how can you help us in this process? We want to start this new ministry. Uh, please, you know, we, we've been inspired by how God has spoken through you. Uh, how can we do this new thing that gives them the sense that they have the ability to do their job when people invite friends now you'll see that a lot of these things kind of cross over right Uh, because when people invite friends it gives them optimism and personal satisfaction and then here we have when people invite friends to church it makes me feel like as a pastor I'm doing my job because people are responding to the good news of Jesus Christ and so we need to know that the people and what you do matter and pastors need to have the ability to know that they're doing their job. And that really happens when there's a response to the work that they do and to the decisions that a pastor makes. And so I just want to encourage uh, pastors to look for it. Look at those moments where you've made decisions and maybe you got no feedback, but it wasn't negative, right? Maybe you got some feedback and it was positive. Uh, Look for the ways that people are responding to your sermons, to your Bible studies, to your interactions with them, um, and, and see how they are giving you and building up your ability to be autonomous and to actually do your job. And so, uh, one pastor was talking about, uh, Uh, A nine-year-old man telling him they didn't care if his daughter could make it to her house or not. He wanted to be baptized on a certain date. And again, that he was doing his job. When people have their lives transformed and you can see the work of God in their lives, you feel like the decisions that you're making, the, the work that you do, how you form your sermons, how you form your Bible studies is really something that helps. And then sometimes they just tell you, man, You're doing this, and it's a really good job, and we feel uh, that this was a great idea. It shows that you feel competent. So I just want to encourage you, if you're a a church member, to encourage your pastors. Let them know that you trust them, um, and just look for something you can trust them in and let them know about that, and also uh, make sure that that there's decision makings, that they're they're having a time away from, from the church, that they're making sure that they have time to rest and that you're, you're encouraging that as well as so they feel autonomous. Um, and pastors, look for ways to feel like you're making decisions. Look for ways that people are supporting you. It's important to take the time because the, the negative voices are often louder. And so we have to pause and look at the positive things and how God is affirming us through the actions of church members. Remember, we're a body together that's building one another up in love. 
So I look forward to talking to you next week. Um, continue to please pray. And if you like this podcast, please share it with friends and family, especially pastors. Um, if you know a pastor who might want to listen to this, I encourage you to share it with them because we want to help churches flourish. God bless. Thank you.